Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Dirt Radio, good morning and welcome to another edition of Dirt Radio. This is Phil Evans and we're coming at you live from 3CR Studios on Wurundjeri Country in the Kulin Nations on stolen land. So um, shout out to all the uh, First Nations people out there and big respect to all the elders past, present and emerging um, in the studio today, I'm really lucky to be joined by an inspirational uh, anti-nuclear activist and also Friends of the Earth uh, fundraising coordinator, uh, Jamila Rushton. Good morning, Jamila. Morning, Phil. Hi, everyone. Yeah, and um, how are you on this fine, um, sweaty Melbourne morning? I walked in this morning. How did you get into the studio? I walked as well. Also feeling a bit sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I asked for reason because this morning about a hundred people gathered outside of Parliament in Victoria uh, to launch a new community-powered transport plan under the uh, the guise of the campaign um, from the Sustainable Cities campaign called Get On Board. That's hashtag Get On Board. So um, it looks pretty exciting, um, and um, if listeners want to jump on now while they're listening to the show and check out getonboard.org.au, they can have a little look at the plan, um, download it in full, and also note that it is a live document. So a part of what is going on with the Sustainable Cities Collective and a whole range of local uh, action groups who have been working in the transport space for a long time, like the public transport users association and on and on and on um they have put together this report but it's a living document so if you sign up now on getonboard.org.au you will get an email back and get invited to actually get on board and start to put your vision for public transport in victoria and melbourne into that report it's exciting stuff i think you know it's a it's an exercise in a bit of democracy um, mm. Getting different voices out there, getting some real fresh ideas put in there. There's already some amazing ideas around extending the train network through the Melbourne Metro 2 program, uh, extending bus routes and extending tram routes, light rail in the suburbs. Hallelujah! Because <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need some more public transport out there. Anyone who is listening in from the western suburbs, um, commiserations on the, some of the state of public transport out there. Mm. So I really, really suggest jumping on board. And a lot of this is also about getting us off our addiction to cars. We're all way too addicted to cars and roads in this city. Um, we've seen that the Andrews government has recently um, started uh, working very quickly on the uh, Westgate Tunnel, um, facing a backlash from from mm-hmm. both sides of politics and also from community groups who are concerned about the extension of uh, tolls 
on other roads in partnership with um, Transurban, a um, multinational corporation of doom and tolls and things like that. Um, so, so really, yeah, we're presenting this as an alternative plan and and we really want people to get involved. So get on board. That's hashtag... Get on board. <laughs> and getonboard.org.au. Um, if people want to get involved and subscribe onto that sort of stuff. So coming up in a minute, we're going to chat to Jamila a bit about the Radioactive Tour and the Nuclear Free Ace Collective at Friends of the Earth. Um, but first, let's listen to a community service announcement. Have you heard about the Melbourne Electric Vehicle Expo? Find out what's happening with electric cars, bikes, skateboards, scooters, buses and more. It's at the Melbourne International Karting Complex in Todd Road, Port Melbourne on Sunday, February 18th. Come along and experience what it's like to drive or ride an electric vehicle. Attend focused seminars and tech talks. Entry is free. To find out more, go to evexpo.org.au. The Alternative Technology Association is a proud supporter of 3CR. Yes, indeed, you are listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR. Uh, if you're not a subscriber already, jump on to 3cr.org.au and subscribe. It's so worth it. There are amazing shows, special deals. Um, you're supporting alternative voices getting on the radio. I could go on all day. Believe me, I've had a very strong coffee this morning. So jump on right now, 3cr.org.au and subscribe. Or you can call in on 9419, or that's 03-9419-8377. We have listeners outside of Victoria, all around the world, I imagine. Taking on the the state of Victoria first and then the world. (laughs) (laughs) So in the studio with me, um, as I mentioned before, is Jamila Rushton. Hi, Phil. Hi again. (laughs) And we were just talking about uh, the Get On Board program, which is uh, about public transport. But really today we wanted to talk about uh, moving around in a different way. Mm. And the fantastic radioactive exposure tour that um, is a bit of a stalwart in the uh, in the old uh, campaign arsenal at Friends mm. of the Earth. So maybe for listeners who aren't familiar with the the Rad Tour, as it's more colloquially known, um, what's it all about? Um, the Rad Tour is um, has been running for decades, actually. So and has been yeah really important part about connecting people in the cities uh, with communities, often Indigenous communities, who are being impacted by the nuclear industry in Australia. Um, so it follows um, quite a few different sites across the country. Um, a lot of focus on South Australia as there's been a huge amount of um, damage done to country and communities there over mm. decades of, um, sort of nuclear colonialism. Um, yeah, so the, the idea is to connect people with the history and also with current campaigns that are being fought on the ground. Mm, yeah, for sure. And that's so it's been going for quite a while. Um, I know you've been uh, about the, the, the ACE Nuclear Free Collective for uh, four years now, is it? And have you been on the RAD tour for most of those years? Absolutely. Um, my first RAD tour was back in 2014 and that was kind of my... Um, baptism of fire into the anti-nukes movement, which is an incredible experience. Um, that rad tour was 
um, at the time where traditional owners up at Makati in the Northern Territory mm. um, were fighting plans for an international or national nuclear waste dump up there. Um, so the RAD tour went through SA and then on up to Makati visiting communities up at Tennant Creek. Um, yeah, so that was my first RAD tour. And then this, the second RAD tour that I was a part of was this following year in 2015 where we journeyed through New South Wales, visited communities in the Blue Mountains who'd been fighting um, plans to transport waste through there and also out through um, Dubbo where there were plans for a rare earth mine which would have um, extracted uranium in that process um, and then on to South Australia as well. So that was another epic journey across many states. Mm. Um, and then there hasn't been a RAD tour since. <gasps> so almost three years in the making is this new is this year's RAD tour. So there's a lot of excitement and a lot of buzz about it. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of people keen to get back out on country and um, reconnect and um, meet communities who are fighting new fights that have emerged in that time. Yeah, for sure. It's it's kind of one of those things in the uh, in the nuclear space. <laughs> We've got Zane Hi, in the studio Zane. shaking uh, around a bit this you morning. Want some attention, Zaney. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zane the dog. Um, so there's there's a lot in the nuclear space that people don't necessarily um, know or read about. Like, uh, for instance, I mean, it still surprises me the number of people who don't even know that there's a nuclear reactor in Australia. Correct. <laughs> so, um, what sort of fights do you think uh, will take in this new uh, rad tour this year? Um, so at the moment, there are plans from the federal government um, to locate a nuclear waste dump somewhere in South Australia, it seems. Um, two sites are kind of on the agenda at the moment and have been since um, probably about 2015 is when this fight started. Um, so two sites here on the agenda. We've got one in the Flinders Ranges, um, right slap bang on an Adnyamatna sacred site. Mm. Um, communities there are really concerned about damage to country and lack of consent there. Um, and then also there's communities um, out in Kimber um, who have also been in the firing line for this for this dump and have, have farming communities completely divided over the issue. So we're seeing like a lot of um, community division, relationships being broken down um, as a result of the government kind of pushing through processes um, without proper consultation and consent. Um, so we'll be visiting both of those communities and visiting the sites and um, connecting up and seeing what we can do to amplify those issues back here in the city. Um, particularly, it's a pretty pertinent time with a South Australian state election on the agenda in March as well. So mm. we'll be connecting with them. Um, and also we'll be there'll be a real focus this year on... Um, nuclear weapons. Um, as probably some of our listeners will be aware, the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons were recently awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for their phenomenal efforts Woo! Um, in pushing through a treaty in the United Nations um, on the banning of nuclear weapons. So that, that's a fight that started in Melbourne, but really um, started when um, the British... Um, bombed Maralinga and Emi Field doing unquestionable damage to country and communities, um, which is, you know, the trauma is still being lived out um, across those countries and those Indigenous nations. So um, we'll, there'll be a strong focus on the history of um, those campaigns and we'll be visiting sites that are really significant around Woomera and um, talking with communities about that fight as well. And I'm pretty sure we have some ICANN um, members joining us on the tour this year as well. So 
Yeah, it should be very broad and lots to lots to talk about and lots of people to absorb and learn. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things I know, um, going to a few workshops with uh, with uh, more learned folks uh, like yourself around um, uh, around nuclear issues, um, is the the difference between the waste um, that um, exists. So going back to that first point you're making around the proposed uh, national waste dumps out in Kimber and um, the Flinders Ranges. Um, that waste is actually about waste made in Australia, not international waste. Is that correct? correct? Yes. So um, we do, as you mentioned before, Phil, we do have a nuclear reactor in Sydney, which is a research reactor, in inverted commas, and also is involved in producing medical isotopes. Um, the production of these isotopes produces um, intermediate level waste, which is actually um, really, really um, long-lived and incredibly toxic and um, is a huge risk to human health and mm. health of country, and the byproduct of the the byproduct of the medical isotopes is less. Um, it's a low level grade, but still still problematic if not managed properly. Um, yeah, one of the issues around this is that there are plans in Australia to increase our production of medical isotopes for export, um, which would increase the amount of intermediate level waste. So, what what is being proposed on the table for these communities to accept now in their communities for housing this waste is set to increase as years go on. So there's much more to consider in the long term than just what we have at the moment. Sure. And where is that waste now? I mean, that must be of concern of some people. But um, I think the, most of it is stored at Lucas Heights, which mm. in my opinion is where it should stay, where there's... Um, uh, kind of qualified expert staff and people with the knowledge to manage it if there is an issue. Um, and then there is also waste um, at Woomera from the kind of operations that were there and medical waste is stored and managed by different people across the country. Mm, for sure. Um, one of the interesting things I saw was the expansion of nuclear issues in Western Australia. Um, being a uh, former sand grouper myself, um, that's a West Australian for those who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that issue particularly interests me. And, you know, um, one of the interesting things is I see now that the, uh, the RAD tour is actually going on through West Australia as well via some of our comrades at uh, Friends of the Earth Perth. And, um, and the ban uranium mine permanently, BUMP, one of my favourite acronyms of yes, all activist time. <laughs> Always think of your acronyms first, kids. <laughs> um, so the WA Radio expo uh, Exposure Tour is going to be a 13-day journey um, to visit four of the proposed mines in uh, WA. So there's the Mulga Rock the Yaliri, uh, Waluna and the Kintyre proposals on the table. Um, if people are interested or have comrades or friends in Western Australia who they think might be interested in getting involved in that sort of thing, they can jump onto the Friends of the Earth Perth page um, and um, start to hook up. But it's exciting that um, these sorts of uh, projects and, uh, and experiences start to spread out and go, um, go viral, if you will. Mm. And, um, and spread around the country. Um, I know up in Queensland as well, there's a, a large uh, anti-nuclear movement amongst um, Friends of the Earth comrades up there and, and others as well. So, I mean, this is a really old fight in Australia, isn't it? And, and a really um, inspirational mm. one. As someone who's worked in the climate space a lot more, I um, often find myself looking at what the uranium 
uh, or the anti-uranium <laughs> sector. Jeez, <laughs> my brain works We're in mysterious ways. Now, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the the um, anti-nuclear campaigns have done in the past, um, for instance, like uh, the convergences out at uh, um, uh, Uranium Olympic Dam, um, the lizards convergences, and things like that, um, which we tried to emulate in in fights against coal. Mm. Um, what do you think? makes it so creative in the space? Great question. Um, I think that the, the, the real strength of the movement really comes from the leaders um, who it is complete. I, I feel driven by the wishes and the struggles of Indigenous communities, um, whether it be against the mining or waste dumps or um, the, the, the history of Maralinga and the bombings that is felt most strongly by those communities. Um, the presence of ANFA, the Australian Nuclear Free, Alli- mm. Free Alliance, as kind of a uh, a leading point of the movement, um, which is an Indigenous-led alliance of um, Indigenous communities and also um, non-Indigenous allies and organisations. Um, I feel like that's a real strong point of the movement and where a lot of the passion comes from to drive the movement forward. Um, the creativity, I think, is essential in in um, I think connecting people to the issues really because often the the places where um, the places where um, these operations are happening are kind of out of sight, out of mind. So it takes mm. a lot of creativity to bring those issues um, to a point where people in the cities want to pay attention. And I'm sure that also stands for the coal industry and um, many other mines and things that are out beyond, you know, our, where we would normally see or drive by. But I think that's particularly with uranium, it's 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 very remote a lot of the time. And I think that, um, yeah, that creativity is really needed to drive up community engagement yeah for sure yeah. um and and you know it becomes about creating those um attractors i mean people are often passionate about these issues but it's the how do you get them over the next step of the line which is mm. an entire another show in itself mm. maybe we can have a another a chat, chat about, about that, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i kind of wanted to go into a little bit of the logistics Great. of um of of going on a rad tour sure um i like to you know kind of like Imagine, like, what, what's the journey actually going to be like? Um, what does it physically look like to go on the RAD tour? Mm, okay, so we, there is possibly about 30 people going on this RAD tour. We still have spots available. We'll talk about that a bit later. But <laughs> um, So it's people together, long, long bus rides, long car rides. Um, this rad tour is 10 days long, so you've got a, you know, significant amount of ground to cover, country to cover, and, um, yeah, different, and, and travelling together. We'll be camping, we'll have our own camp kitchen and taking all of, everything we need with us. Um, so often um, staying on kind of quite remote locations. Um, we'll meet with people at every stop, so everywhere we go we're going to be meeting up with people who want, will share their stories. Um, and connecting with those campaigns um so yeah you need to kind of be willing to get amongst it we kind of practice consensus decision making and work in affinity groups to get the tasks done and make sure that everyone is enjoying and getting the most out of the experience um yeah we would totally welcome children to come along and we really want to try and make the tour as accessible as possible um so yeah it's um 
an exciting time of camping and on the road storytelling, I think. Sure. And is it traveling in buses or cars? Or? Um, this year, I've, from memory, the plan is two mini buses. Two, two mini buses. buses. Yeah. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. And a couple of off road vehicles. Sure. One of my favorite things about uh, road trips is the soundtrack. Mm, and um, I've got a uh, I've got a track queued up um, to maybe start uh, some of our listeners thinking about a playlist that uh, that maybe the uh, the anti nuclear the ACE nuclear free <laughs> collective totally. uh, might we'll like to uh, put it sure. together. We'll get it up onto Spotify or something <laughs> like that. And, uh... Send in your request <laughs> to Dirt Radio. Yeah. So, um, so people will be ex- in cars for long times, um, which is a great opportunity to have chats and get to know mm, other activists. I know um, from my experience being on those long road trips, you really forge amazing friendships yes. and connections with people. Um, and also sleeping out under the stars. Oh, yes. Obviously a highlight. Yeah. Yep. Bring so- your swags. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I imagine um, some of the country you'll be visiting will be quite warm. So mm. the opportunity to leave the fly off for the night and um, really enjoy and soak in the Milky Way, which is um, a beautiful experience. The stars from the desert. Yes. So amazing. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal out there. Yeah, sure. And camp cooking. That's always a fun one. Oh, yes. That's possibly one of the biggest logis- logistical challenges, but it's um, definitely worth it. I'm always like amazed by the amount of incredible donations and deluxe gourmet foods that we end up somehow managing to be eating <laughs> <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, so very, very lucky to have that. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely an experience camp cooking. Um Creating a kitchen from scratches <laughs> and transporting it around the country is, yeah, definitely good fun. Yeah, so if you've got that adventurous spirit, um, you want to get out and learn so much more. I imagine this is a, uh, a crash course that takes you zero to 100 in terms mm. of understanding the issues and really being able to um, step in and help um, amplify those frontline mm. voices and, and often uh, marginalised voices in communities who are bearing the brunt of often quite radioactive racism absolutely, in this country. Um, so if people are interested in getting involved and getting along to the tour, what is the best way for them to start to look at that? Sure. Okay, so this year's tour, we actually leave Melbourne on the 30th of March and then we will drive to Adelaide that day. So if you're in Melbourne or Adelaide, we can have two pickup points. So either on the 30th of March in Melbourne or the 31st in Adelaide. Um, and basically there is a on the... Um, Friends of the Earth Melbourne website, um, Facebook page, and also the ACE Nuclear Free Collective Facebook page, you can find an event there that says Radioactive Exposure Tour. And on there, there will be a link to a form to register your interest, and then we'll get back to you and have a chat about coming along on the tour. Um, Also, if you go to melbournefo.org.au forward slash nuclear free, there is also a link there. to the tour and basically yeah we'll also have an information night coming up in a couple of weeks but we haven't set a date for that so um stay tuned to the webs to the um facebooks and the socials for that one sure we'll Um, make sure we'll announce that on uh on upcoming shows as well right thanks phil um, yeah, so fill in those forms and um, get in touch. There's also much more information about the tour and the background and some photos and stuff from previous tours on both those pages so you can get a, get a bit of a feel and have a bit of a look at what you might be getting yourself in for. Sure. And I just wondered about um, cost, cost on this one. I know right. um, there's a sliding scale, but... 
Yeah, absolutely. So the con- we have a um, yeah sliding scale. So co- concession price is six hundred, waged is eight hundred, and a solidarity price of one thousand dollars. Um Yeah, the Rad Tour is renowned for for never coming in on budget. So <laughs> if you're feeling generous, um, <laughs> I would recommend um, chucking it in. But um, yeah, obviously want to make it as accessible as possible. Sure. And if people are interested in sponsoring people to um, go along on the tour, maybe they can't make it themselves, but would love to help a younger student or um yeah that would be great uh, uh, less fortunate activists along then um, i'm sure they can get in contact with you absolutely and, yeah fantastic yeah. so once again reminder jump onto the friends of the earth melbourne facebook and you can find all that information melbourne.fo.org.au for all the other information um Dirt Radio will put that up on the podcast section so people can link straight to Excellent. the Rad Tour information. Um, I'm going to go to a quick community service announcement and then we'll come back and we'll wrap up the show and then um, listen to a, a bit of music and start the oh, yeah, creative the juices going for Amazing. a playlist. <laughs> um, so we'll just go to a community service announcement and we'll be back on Dirt Radio on 3CR in just a moment. 3CR presents Communities of Sound, a summer afternoon showcasing treaty, creative women and diverse cultures. Live performances from Kutcher Edwards, Tundo, The West Papen Band, Sweet Dreams, Manisha Anjali, June Jones and Danny C. Catch us at the Fairfield Amphitheatre, Sunday 18th of February, 5 to 7.30pm. Communities of Sound is a free event presented as part of the Fairfield and Feb series. The City of Yarra is a proud sponsor of 3CR. Sometimes those community service announcers just have the greatest tracks in them. You are <laughs> unfortunate that there is no camera in the studio because uh, you missed a, a bit time. of dancing. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're in on Dirt Radio, Friends of the Earth-sponsored uh, show on 3CR. Um, make sure you jump on and subscribe because it is such a good cause. We're joined in the studio by Jamila Rushton, who is a ace nuclear-free campaigner. Um, and also the fundraising coordinator at Friends of the Earth Melbourne. I am your host, Phil Evans, and we've got a couple of minutes left, um, and we just wanted to talk about this weekend. It's a big date in the uh, Mm. Green Left calendar. Absolutely. What's going on? Um, Sustainable Living Festival is happening on the banks of the Burrung at Burrung Ma um, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday yeah, this weekend. So, um, yeah, there'll be lots of um, Friends of the Earth will have a stall there. So you'll be able to come down and find out all about our state election vision for Victoria and find out more about the Rad Tour. There'll be some ACE collective members down there also talking about that. And, yeah, be able to get across everything that Foe's been working on. Um, there's also going to be a bunch of talks, and I believe our Act on Climate Collective is hosting a talk at SLF this weekend. They right? are indeed. Um, that is titled Pushing the Envelope, uh, Next Steps for Climate Action. Um, I believe the, it'll be moderated by um, Act on Climate's Lee Eubank and have a, a host of um, local community action groups talking about what's going on in the climate action space, and that will be on Saturday um, down at Birrung Ma, as you said, uh, between 1 and 2 p.m. Um, if you want more details, jump onto the Friends of the Earth Melbourne Facebook page and you can check that that out there also. Um, we'll have a stall there. 
Yeah, we'll have the stall. So if you've been meaning to pick up any of your quick coal or anti-nuke merchandise, you'll be able to pick up some of that stuff down there as well. I'm just wearing Whoa. my fundraising hat now. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we'll we'll be there all weekend um, just chatting to people about what Foe's been up to. So we'd love to hear from you, it's particularly if you're interested in having a chat about get on board and putting some contributions into this community transport plan. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be down there and be happy to hear what you've got to contribute fantastic so rad tour get on board slf does it ever end the movement is moving (laughs) thank god (laughs) (laughs) nothing worse than a stagnant movement (laughs) um thank you so much jamila for coming into the studio next time we'll have to live stream from the rad tour i reckon that will be fantastic um a couple of minutes coming up and then it is the crew survival show we'll probably have the indigenous hip-hop show going on um right now let's kick off the ideas for the rad tour playlist I'm going to start it off with a little bit of uh, Combat Womb. 